As a business owner, your nightmares might sound like this. But advertising on Cats Digital can turn your nightmares into this. Hi, how can I help you? I'll be right with you. You see, Cats Digital is the only true audio anywhere advertising. You'll be talking directly to your customers on any device, any place, and any time while they're listening to music, talk shows, and podcasts. Now that's a great dream. Wake up your business at katzdigital.com. Hey, imagine if all your frustrations about advertising your business could be solved right now. You should know that podcast listeners are more engaged in higher converting than any other advertising medium. So try AdHub today and reap the rewards of Spreaker's self-advertising platform. It makes it as effortless as ever to be heard by thousands, regardless of the listening app they use. Visit Spreaker.com forward slash AdHub. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com forward slash AdHub and start using your advertising dollars in an impactful way. From the city that never sleeps, New York City. A space for all LGBTQ friends and allies to share experiences, opinions, and anecdotes. We talk politics, current events, food, and just about everything. Welcome to the LGBT Chat, hosted by Ida Ramirez. Hey guys, you're listening to the LGBT Chat Podcast. Uh, this is your host, Aida, where um, we meet with friends, talk current events, funny stories, and more. Um, joining us today is Yamit Seltzer. Did I pronounce your name right? Yeah, Yamit. Perfect. Yamit. Yes. I'm sorry. Yes. It's okay. Totally. <laughs> I have a, a very short name, like Aida, and in Spanish I say Aida, but I don't like when people misspell my name in English. So if it's like somebody on the other end that like like a coworker, not a coworker, like a rep or somebody on the other end there and they're like, what's your name? I say Aida <clears throat> because chances are that they're writing it down or something like that. Um, but I just feel like like they always like even if I say Aida, they'll say Anita or Juanita or Maria or anything that rhymes. With oh, Aida. really? Oh, believe but, me, uh, my name was like super complicated. Like growing <laughs> up, like Yamit, I was called Yamit. I was called like. All ty- it was because it's not. I'm Israeli. I'm from Israel, and Yamid is not really a common name, uh-huh. so it's super hard for people to like pronounce it. But after a while, everybody thinks it's like a nice name, so I'm okay with that. Ah, so is English your first language or no? Hebrew. So I was born in Israel, and I came to America when I was uh, one years old. So that wow. was like in '81. So I'm pretty much uh, American by now. But awesome. I was born in Israel. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, so, yeah. So, I usually see Aida. <laughs> I like um, it. I love Aida. It's like, it reminds spe- me of a singer. Thank you. But it's spelled A-I-D-A. And if I say Ida, they'll write I-D-A. If I say Ada, they'll write A-D-A. So, I'm like, I, then I never win. So, most of the time, yeah. I spell it out, and they still get it wrong. So, I was like, whatever. I don't care. Yeah. It's not common, but it's beautiful. You have a very nice name. Thank you. Um, welcome. So you are a health coach, I was hearing. Yeah, so I work as a my wait, 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 job. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry, I have to cut you off. I'm so sure. rude. But how do we know each other? So we 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 didn't we have never met in person, but we know each other from Facebook. So I think we have a mutual friend, um, Jessica. Jessica. Yes. Right, yeah. So <laughs> I saw on her page like you were commenting, and so I don't know. I was like. 
let me see who this Aida girl is. So I, I kind of went to your page and I saw you were really doing like cool things. So I friended you and we were like chit-chatting uh, here and there, not too much. Um, and then I really liked your personality. You seemed like you were kind of like doing like cool things. Oh, and then yeah. you reached out to me and, and I was like, all right, cool, let's do this. I was like, yes, come on the yeah. show. Let's talk about yeah. what you do. Cause you're always like, you're always posting cool health stuff. Um, things that are, that I feel that are like easy to follow, very motivational. Um, but oh, thank I'm you. sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. Tell us what you do. No, it's okay. So my full-time job is a staffing manager at a catering company. So I, uh, in the last few years, I started getting more interested in health and wellness. So I partnered up with, uh, that's how I discovered network marketing. So I partnered up with a company that promotes uh, health and wellness and it promotes like earning a residual income. Nice. So I started showing others uh, how to do the same. And through that journey, I also uh, start, stopped drinking alcohol like six months ago, which also led me to uh, starting a company called Sober Hospitality, which is basically like when I stopped drinking, I was very... I didn't know what to do. Like, I didn't want to go to a bar. I didn't want to, like, really... There was nothing... No activities, I felt, for people who just didn't want to drink. So I started uh, to do events for for the same same kind of concept, for people who want to network, who want to have fun, who want to do, like, fun things without actually alcohol. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm working on, like, um, doing meetup events, stuff like that for just for people who want to just like network without the pressure of, of drinking. So I'm, I'm more like entrepreneurial now in the last uh, few years because I want to like live a life by design. I want to have financial freedom. So I'm kind of trying to step away from, from the nine to five life. That, that is so sense. exciting because yeah. I feel like a lot of times we get stuck on this whole perception that th- this is it. Well, I, I, like in my case, you know, for a long time, I just felt like there was nothing else I knew how to do. Like I, I my resume listed one kind of um, <clears throat> um, job description or job title. And I felt like I, I went on an interview, Yemet, and she said, why is it that you've only done this since like, you know, that you've been doing this since you were 19 years old? And I've never been asked that. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I've never been asked, like, well, what drove you to this? Um to like this career path. And I was in healthcare. I was coordinating um, healthcare services for seniors and disabled people at home. And um, so I just, my, my honest answer was, honestly, this is the only thing I know how to do. And I right. felt so sad. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, you took an interview um, for me to realize that like, A, I'm not happy. B, like I need to figure myself out and find out what I, what I want. And in the process, I've discovered that I like more than one thing, um, like you were mentioning. But I think it's so cool that like one thing led you to another thing that led you to another thing. Um, how did you get started with catering? So this is funny. It's like in back in 20, uh, 2010, a friend of mine uh, was working out in the Hamptons and he was working at a catering company and he was like, I need some I need some staff to help me work. Um, just come. We need extra hands, basically. So I went out to the Hamptons and it ended up being like such an amazing event. It was like a millionaire's home, like huge. I had waterfalls and I was so fascinated and all these like like all this food and all this decor and I was like oh my god this is like 
amazing. But I was only serving. You know, when you go to a wedding and or whatever, you have people mm-hmm. passing food. That's what I was doing. But I was in the Hamptons. I felt like I'm with, like, the big shots now, you know. So yeah. slowly, so I became um, a captain. I started to do more events. But And then I transitioned into working um, in the office. So the office said we need somebody to do the staffing and the hiring and all that stuff for the Here's off-premise like staff. <clears throat> yeah, so I'm kind of sending staff to different uh, different events. So if we have like 10 events on one day, I'm managing 600 staff to go to those events. So I started working behind the scenes instead of at the event. Um, so that's how I kind of like started doing it. Um, and I actually like it. I like the people I work with. Um, but, you know, it's a little, like you said, like it's paycheck to paycheck. It's It's nine to five and I'm... You, after a while, you start to, you know, like you said, you want to kind of do other mm-hmm. things. You want to see, and yeah, it's okay to have passions. And if you can turn your passion into a paycheck, that's even more amazing. Exactly. You know what I mean? How, so. how do you, do you guys only do catering? Like your company only does catering here in New York? Uh, yeah. So New York and uh, we have a commissary out in uh, Philadelphia. Okay. So yeah, we do all types of events from like weddings to, you know, private home events, all, all all across the board, which is pretty cool. I like I like the concept of bringing like an event from like zero to like making it happen. Because when you walk into an event, you're just going in, but you don't know what goes behind exactly the like the, it's the, crazy. The backstaging of it all. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I love I, that part. I feel like that motivates me too. Like I'm very excited about prepping things like for my birthdays. Like my my partner is always like, but it's your birthday. Like, let me, like, take care of it. You shouldn't. And I'm like, but this is what I love doing. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. The best gift you can give me is, like, let me plan. Because this is, like, you know, you don't really, if if you're not in that kind of workforce or, like, field, you don't get much opportunities to, like, plan events unless you're, like, getting married or there's a birthday or, you know, anything like that. So, like, one time a year I get to do something that I really like. Like, let me do it. Yeah, and you never know. That could, like you said, like that could turn into something else. Like you could start planning parties for your friends, stuff like that, and it could turn into like certified. By the way, anybody looking? I'm a certified event planner. Oh, there we go. Maybe we're hiring. You never know. We could talk about that off the record. (laughs) Um, So tell me, when you off the topic, but I just I need to know because I've been asking everybody this same question. What is your go-to order at, like, your favorite restaurant? Like, what is it the one thing that you always have to have when you go to a place? Not Ooh. always, but, like, like your favorite meal from, like, your favorite restaurant. My favorite meal is definitely sushi. sushi? I love sushi. I know. It's, like, it's kind of boring, but I love it. Like, I no, could eat sushi every single sushi day. Sushi is, like, the least boring of foods. I love it. Like, I'm experimenting more with, like, different types of fish and stuff like that. It's, it's I love it. I could eat sushi every single day, honestly. Um, I don't know how I feel about raw fish. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's, I know, I know what you mean. <laughs> I do veggie, veggie rolls. Like I'll do avocado cucumbers and I'll do the, like the wildest I've ever gotten. It was a salmon teriyaki and the salmon was very cooked. Um, oh, I see. Okay. And that was, that was loads of fun. Um, but I, I always do like the sweet potato rolls. Oh, so those are good. good. I know. I know. And uh, sushi is like a hit or miss because you, you sometimes like I would go to a sushi place and I would leave like the, it was too fishy. I hate fish that's too fishy. <laughs> like it just drives me crazy. But like, like yeah, I love 
if you find a restaurant that you love and the sushi is good and fresh, then mm-hmm. that's that's the place you go to all the time. So. Yeah, I think for me, I, I think for me, it also depends where I am, like what kind of restaurant. If I have to choose a place, Magiano's, Magiano's, um, it's like an Italian, an Italian place. Um, but I love all their foods. Like I can, I'm I'm a very picky eater. Like I won't do a lot of meats. I won't do a lot of fish. Um, like I only eat chicken if it's like super burnt. <laughs> like oh, I'm very weird with my meat. You know, I don't eat yeah. pork, I don't eat beef, but <clears throat> I feel like wherever I go, I can always pick at least one thing. Usually it's like a spring roll or French fries or like a side order. Um, but I think my favorite place is Magiano's because I can pick more than one thing from the menu and they're they're not a lot of places where I could do that. Where are they? Where are they located? There's one actually in Long Island. Um, oh, okay. And they're all over like uh, there's one in Philly, there's one in Modesta in Maryland, um, and I've usually, wherever we go visit or on vacation, like, I try to find, if there's a Magianos and I go, there's one in Vegas, um, in Orlando, um, yeah, think of, of like, them. a fancy yeah. Olive Garden. Uh, okay, I mean, I live at, I live in Long Island, I never, I mean, now I'm gonna check it out. Yeah. Definitely, sounds delicious. It's yummy. Um, so tell me, uh, like, what... What do you like from all the jobs that you do? What it like? What what's your biggest high? Like what drives you, or like what makes you feel good at the end? I think honestly, like I know it's a cliche, but helping people. I love when like if I'm helping somebody get healthier, and then they like shoot me a text and say, you know, I'm down a few pounds, or I my my jeans are loose, or I, I feel so good, and my energy is up. That's that's when I know that I'm doing something right. Like when I know that, like even people are texting me saying you're so inspiring, like uh, so motivated. So I think Satisfying. that's what. Yeah, like I just I love I love that stuff, you know. And it, and it's like I said, if you could turn something that you love and and find a way to to kind of earn an income from it, it's it's a win win, you know. And and it's like and the you can't let the money drive you because mm-hmm. that only goes so far. You really have to just be there um like to help people and and the and it keeps you going it's like all right, right. if i could help one person then that'll then make that, all the difference right it. it'll be worth it exactly exactly so i love that kind of stuff it's just gratifying yeah i think that's the word i was searching for yeah <laughs> um which is like the only thing that let me do my my previous job um and home care because it was frustrating you had a lot of paperwork not you know it's it's not very well paid you have to deal with nurses patients families a bunch of other people everybody's like slumming on you but at the end of the day like when you got a call from a patient saying you know thank you or a family member saying thank you it kind of like erased everything else that was going on during the day so i get it um what are you struggling with now professionally like is there something that's like challenging you that you need to like get over a hump with or um, I mean, professionally, a little bit, but more personally, as mm-hmm. far as like, saying no, like, I am such like a yes person. And I grew uh-huh. up saying yes to everything. But no, like us women, especially, we don't like saying no to anything, because we, we don't want to offend anyone. We don't want to upset anyone. So there's always that guilt that comes with it. So mm-hmm. I'm learning to like, say no to things that don't make me happy and don't like, or make me uncomfortable and I don't want to end up resenting 
and end up resenting the person because we say yes to things that we don't really want to, and then we're like, "Ah, oh, why did I say yes to that? Why did I agree to? Why did I agree to do that?" And then we beat ourselves up for it. So mm-hmm. now I'm like, "Nope, sorry, can't do it," and I move on, and and I don't let that guilt. But that's something I really struggled with my whole entire life, and it just took me this last, I would say, year or so to really just come to terms with it's okay to say no. You know what I mean? So yeah, I can it, totally relate because I. I would put myself in those kind of situations where I would like overextend myself to do something for people or um, for somebody, you know, special or whatever. And I would like, I would wind up having my day booked full of things that weren't for for me, if that makes any sense. Like I'd wind up doing favors for people and, and I'm like, wait a minute, you know, what am I doing? Like, why did I agree? Like you said, why did I agree to doing that? And, and I think part of, part of the reason why I do that. It's the guilt, you know, I don't, I feel like if, when I do say no, I feel guilt, I feel guilty and I like, I beat myself up for, for saying no. So I I think that's a great accomplishment (laughs) that you've, that you've done, you know, not feeling guilty about, you know, taking care of you first. Yeah. And it's hard. I mean, it's work. It's all about mindset. It's all about personal development, but it comes to a point where you're like, that's it. No, I just can't. Sorry. No, you don't even have to explain sorry no can't like do you it. don't you shouldn't have to owe people an explanation right. if you know ultimately you can't do something right what are some easy tips that, that you think um people can um can follow i think for me what's harder what's hardest about keeping um like a routine is that i'm not i'm not very disciplined and it's hard for me to like stay motivated about you know eating healthy or um, meal prepping or going to the gym. Like I just, I can't get myself into a routine. So what advice or what tips do you have for somebody like me? I mean, I know that like, we know the basics, right? We know that we need to work out. We know that don't skip breakfast, drink plenty of water, eat your veggies. Like we know all these things. Like you, you know that, right. But like, I think it's more of a mindset thing. So you have to really like, it's, it may not be an easy tip, but the best tip I can give is like, you really have to find out why it's important to you. So if you're trying to lose 10 pounds, 100 pounds, whatever the case is, whatever your goal is, you have to really ask yourself, why is it important for me to lose these 10 pounds? How will I feel once I lose these 10 pounds? Like you're never really going to be ready. Nobody really, I mean, people that say they enjoy working out, I think they're full of BS. You know what I mean? Like I think you're never never really... um, you just have to really find out, get to the forefront of your mind as far as like, why, why, why do I want this? Why is it important to me? How is this going to affect my life? And everything else will come after. Once you change, once you put that in your mind and once you kind of like um, make a decision, everything else just will fall into place. And that, that's what I learned in my gotcha. opinion. Yeah. and And you don't have to like easy tips as far as like working out it doesn't have to be hours at the gym like we don't really have that much time we're busy people um so like 15 minutes if after lunch at work walk around the block or or like you don't oh do something small doing something small is better than doing nothing at all so little tiny steps one day at a time and don't think that you have to spend all this money all this time all this stuff to just to get to where you want to be L- little baby steps and that's really that's right 
You know what I mean? Honestly, I did feel good, like, when I did go to the gym. Um, yeah. It was just, it, like, once you, you get there, you know, once you start doing the, the actual work, um, it does feel good to, like, you know, I, I felt pumped. I felt, like, energized and vitalized. and um, But it was just, like, that initial, like, getting to the place. <laughs> you know oh, what absolutely. I mean? absolutely. I like, know. I... Go ahead. No, no, that's the hardest part. It's just actually doing it and like mm-hmm. if you like I, I work out I typically get to the gym because I go to work so before work I go to the gym and I get there around 5 30 in the morning but like the 5 a.m alarm is the worst thing ever because you're debating like you're laying there you're like do I want to go to gym oh do I really need to do this I really don't feel <laughs> like it and you want to hit the snooze button and you want to just go back to sleep but like you end up you just do it and then after you're like okay I feel good I'm happy that I went and you have energy for the rest of the day it's just a matter of that initial like just Mm -hmm. getting it done you know the same thing with meal prepping like yeah like I have a bunch of ideas on like how to meal prep for the week for me um but then I have to get myself to the supermarket and then I actually have to figure out what I want to eat because I'm a picky eater and then I have to figure out also like I had weight loss I had a gastric sleeve done so okay. not only am I a picky eater, but then I can't eat too much at once. Mm-hmm. Um, and I lost about 85 pounds, 90 pounds. Um, and I've managed to keep it off. I'm still like technically morbidly obese for my height and weight. Um, <clears throat> but like, it's hard for me to, because I'm a picky eater to find things that are going to like, um, keep me full during the day that aren't carbs do you know what I mean because of I don't carbs. eat a lot of veggies right. I don't eat a lot of um, like meats and, and protein um, and I know that protein is not only found in meats but because I'm a picky eater it's hard to you know get around that and then on top of that I have to eat like every two or three hours because you know my stomach is small so I get full fast but then I also get hungry faster if that makes any sense Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I totally get that. It's it's normal. It's like, I feel like whatever we go through, a lot of people are going through, you know what I mean? So it's not something that um, you just have to, like I said, you have to really just kind of just make a decision. Mm-hmm. Really, that's kind of like what it comes down to. And then and the, everything else will just fall into place after that. Amen, sister. Yeah. From another mister. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you do all these things, you have all these jobs. What is like the one thing you'd be doing if money wasn't an issue? Like the one job you'd be, you'd stick with from what you're doing that you'd um, be doing. I would probably say you stick with the health and wellness that I'm with. Like I could do that from anywhere. I could do that from traveling. Like I would, if money wasn't an issue, I would. I whatever I do is remote, so I do that anywhere at the airport, traveling at the beach. So. That's that's just kind of like it's something that I love to do, and it, the money is residual. So it's right. like you know you know what residual income means. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, so it's you 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 earn the money long after the work has already been done, which is which is the best part. So you put in effort in the first two to five years, and then you enjoy the residual that comes from it after that. So that's kind of like that's kind of like what I do right now. And instead of being down, uh, you know, tied down to a nine to five, right. that's, that's one of the the things that, that I do like without, you know, money and worrying about any of that stuff. 
what do you wish you had known before you started like on this health or entrepreneurial path? Like, what did you wish you had known back then when you first started that you know now? I feel like that it takes commitment and, and consistent work. Like it's, it's not a overnight type of thing. Like anything that's worth while anything that's worth keeping is like takes a lot of dedication dedication and, and a lot of time in the beginning it was more like ah this is easy i could do this i don't i don't need to really like learn systems or i don't need to to focus on like i i just feel like consistent and, and hard mm -hmm. work is is the most the most important thing and, and, and I, I go ahead sorry <laughs> no no go ahead you're good no you feel that what yeah, no, I feel like it, nothing is going to, nothing is easy. And mm -hmm. I always thought that when, when you start anything, it's like, I got this. I, I don't need, I don't need to know all that. But it's really, it's really hard to, I wish I would have known that in the beginning. Because yeah. I failed in a lot of things. Um, because I just didn't put 100% effort like, like I was supposed to. But these are things you, you live and you learn. learn. Yeah, exactly. But I, I just, I was just going to say that. Um, consistency is so important just with anything else in life like practice makes perfect exactly. and keeping keeping on it um, is very important to to maintaining whatever speed or whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish um, right. it, was there something that helped you along the way you had any tools any books anything that that really helped you in your journey yeah so I'm a huge fan of books um, and Two particular books that helped me tremendously are uh, The Energy Bus by John Gordon and also The Go-Giver uh, by Bob Berg. These are two books that like help, you know, help realize that giving is so much more important than getting. And the more you give, it always comes back twofold. So personal development books and my, uh, money mindset books help me a lot. Uh, podcasts. I've been a huge, huge, huge game changer for me because I, I never really listened to podcasts until like the last, I would say, two months, three months. And it's been really like a lot of, a lot of uh, business mind, uh, podcasts are helped me with my mindset yeah. extremely. What is the energy bus about? That sounds really cool. So it's a book about like, it's a lot of like different lessons. It's about like positivity and, okay. um, it's it's like um, you could put it in the show notes, and I'll also send you um, mm -hmm. the link for it. But it's more like uh, it's about a bus driver who who teach she. This bus driver is amazing, and anytime somebody comes on the bus, she just she teaches them lessons, which is okay. really. And then the next day, she comes like, "So did you do this? Did you do that?" And it's like it's a story. It's funny, but it's also super uh, super really positive. Cool. Yeah, I think I think you would really like it. All right, Emmett. So if you can send, I don't want to know, I don't, I'm not asking you how old you are. Okay. Um, but I'm 39. I just turned 39 actually on Wednesday. So happy belated birthday. Thank you. <laughs> That's so cool. Um, uh, if you could send 20 year old Emmett a message, what would you say to her? I would, I mean, I love that question. I would probably say that uh, fear is part of the process. And, and even the most successful people experience fear in their life, but they do it anyway. And if you want to grow, you have to get outside of your comfort zone and do mm -hmm. things that terrify the living hell out of you. 
I might have been further in my career and in my life if I learned if I learned that earlier on. I was always like holding myself back because I was scared. So I'm not going to do that because that's scary, or I'm not gonna, not going to do that because that makes me uncomfortable. And I turned down many opportunities that like I just. I was just too scared. Like, even with this podcast, like, I was just, when you asked me that question, I was like, there's no way in hell that I'm going to get on a podcast and, like, speak. You know what I mean? But, like, yeah. so so if I have to, have to say any message is that you're going to be scared. You're never going to be ready. It's always going to be uncomfortable. But you, if you're not uncomfortable, then you're not, you're not growing in life. You know what I right. mean? And if you're not growing, you're dying. That's... So that's something that if I was in my 20s, I would have probably. But at the end of the day, I'm a, I am exactly where I'm supposed to be. So everything happens. Everything happens the way it's supposed to. But yeah. definitely, you know, and also to surround myself with positive people. I grew up with a very um, mentality, broke, unhealthy, unhappy mm-hmm. uh, people. And I surrounded myself with that for a very, very long time. So when I turned 30 or even like in the last few years, I started to take inventory about like who's Mm -hmm. in my life. Like I didn't want to take, I was always taking advice from people who were like, just not where I want to be. Like, why would I take advice from you if you're not, if you're just broke, unhappy, or you're, you have all these issues going on in your life. And it took me a very long time to kind of look around me and look at who I'm surrounded with. And my grandfather always used to say, show me who your friends are and I'll show you who you are. And then I I really started to notice that I got, I let go of a lot of people in my life. I'm like, yeah, you're, I mean, I, I felt guilty doing that. And I was like, but it comes a point where you look around and you're like, no, like, I'm just not going to put myself in that situation anymore. That's so. such a powerful statement. Thank you for sharing that. I, sure. my grand, my grandma had a, share, uh, <laughs> a saying, not my grandma, but we say in Spanish, um, uh, he, I'll translate it, but in Spanish it says, um, el que anda con cojo al año cojea. And it's basically saying that if you hang out with a, a dude with a limp you're gonna be limping in no time oh. <laughs> you and know so that's I love that saying I want to use that yeah it's it's so true it's really true it's like you you're not gonna grow in life if the people that you're around are just bringing you down with them it's mm-hmm. just you know so that's a very important message um yeah. is there something that I forgot to ask you there was something you want to share I'll, I'll add link to whatever you want me to share with the, the public on, my, on the show notes so that they can find you if they're interested in your in your business um did you want to add, add anything to that um yeah i mean definitely facebook is my go-to i i i would lately i've been more gearing towards instagram so mm-hmm. but facebook yamit zelter just my regular first name last name um uh, instagram it's yamit 2301 uh anybody could reach out to me with any questions, health questions, wealth questions, whatever it is, I'm always ready to give advice. So DM me. I'm always answering my, my, uh, DM. So don't hesitate to reach out, follow me. Um, and that's, that's really it. Like, I'm definitely happy to help anybody who's I am very happy that I reached out to you. Um, me too. You're like amazing. I love you. I was so exciting (laughs) to hear, to hear that you're like, yes, I want to do it. I was like, awesome um, it was a hard yes it was a hard yes but I was like if I keep saying no to these opportunities then then 
And if I'm trying to get over the fear of doing things and being uncomfortable, then saying no was just going to put me back there. And, and it's just, you know, like, you just have to say yes and, and figure it out later. So I want to get a group of women together. I know a lot of, I have a lot of friends, yourself included, that um, do a lot of like uh, wellness and healthness um, geared jobs, things. And I wanted to get a few people like together to talk about, um, to talk about this, like kind of like what we did today. Would you join us? Yeah, 100%. That's so cool. A thousand percent, yes. Thank you so much. I would love to. Yeah, of course. So while we're on the health business talk, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I have our, our ending reflection question, which is not coming from the book of questions by Dr. Gregory. Stop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, he does not pay me for the advertisement, so we're not going to okay. use this today. But okay. I found this question online. If your body could talk, what would it say? I think mine would say, love me. <laughs> like, oh, love I me love that. a little more. Because um, I, I haven't been loving myself because I've been taking care of a lot of things around me and everybody else. So I think that's what my body would say right now. What about you? I love that. Um, I would probably be to um, stop comparing myself to other people. That would be like, stop with the comparison because that's just going to self-sabotage. Yeah, everybody's different anyway. Yeah, and exactly. And especially with the, the world of social media and filters and highlight, people only show the good parts of their life. They show like their tan, their six pack, and it comes and you look at it and you feel bad about yourself. You know, like you feel like, oh, mm-hmm. I want to look like that. Why can I look like that? And then it just goes down like a rabbit hole of negativity. So mm-hmm. stop comparing your journey to other people's journey is like, that's the biggest one. And that's something I've also learned as I got older as well. That's so important. I, I also don't like when, um, when people like gear their success towards one, like health success towards like one thing, because what works for you doesn't mean that it's going to work for me. Exactly. Exactly. And that, and there's so many programs out there, like the market is saturated and we have mm-hmm. like, we have shakes and, and, and like fat diets and keto and all these things and all these things are great but you have to really find what works for you like just because it works for them like you said doesn't mean that's going to work for you as well so find something that works for you and just stick to that and it's don't go for the next best thing well this doesn't work let me try this or that doesn't work let me try that you're always going to be jumping you have to just stick with it and be consistent and you're going to find something that works for you consistency seems to be the revolving word tonight yeah consistency a hundred percent that's that's key to anything i'm telling you it's like it's crazy but it's true it's it sounds simple but it's hard it's harder than, yeah. than it sounds you know especially getting started with things but with that said yes um our ending quote of the night of the show will be the elevator to success is out of order you'll have to use the stairs one step at a time uh, and i found that by joe gerard which I think applies to so many things, especially what we've been talking about today. Um, but Yemi, thank you so much for joining. This is thank loads you. of fun. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. I so appreciate it. I had a great time. And um, hopefully we could do this again. And let me know about that uh, women's event. For um, sure. Uh, count me in for sure. Um, so don't forget to like us on Facebook, not you, but everybody else also. Okay. <laughs> okay. I think you already follow. Um, What's the LGBT chat podcast on Facebook, LGBT chat podcast on Facebook, and um, LGBT podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. 
And um, until next time, guys, happy trails. Good night, everybody. Good night. Thank you. Bye, Ida. <laughs> Bye. Just listen to the LGBT Chat Podcast with your host, Ida. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Podcast. Catch a new episode every Saturday. Some cars are comfy on the inside but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated, and right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. So let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us. With whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type 2 collagen, make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the stretch and flex smoothie in tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day.